Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. What up? You're listening to Almost Accurate. I'm Jake. I'm Jake's penis, Ryan. Yep. There, there we go. There's the there's Long the line savory that we're willing to cross, uh, Ryan. What up for the mini? Yeah. <laughs> thanks for thanks for being back this week and every week as you typically are. Why do you say that? I feel like don't don't know. we co-host this together? It's really just me. I show scrambling your, for words. I'm literally, just straight over the street. Yeah. You straight were. up the street and get some scripts. Try to be discreet. I, I I do like how you show up every single week, and I'm never quite sure what time it is. Uh, I went outside and just decided it was a good good time. To I had knocked multiple times. Yeah, it turns out I was not in the house. Uh, I had fled. I uh, need to go to the bag. That's where I'm going to start going. Like, hey, motherfucker! <laughs> if, I would have been really surprised. I was already really surprised because, like, yeah, Rod's usually here around this time. I, I should go check the door. And <laughs> the I surprise I, I, on your fucking face. No joke. I opened the door. And about like was starting in the process of like turning away to walk away. Your butthole puckered <laughs> when Ryan I showed was, up. He was right there. Your face shuddered and your butthole puckered. It was really scary. I was legit like, oh God. <laughs> Surprise, motherfucker. It's, what, it's when you're not expecting to see something like that. Like, you know, an like a entire, handsome man. Well, I understand. An extremely handsome into man your life. standing on your doorstep. <laughs> and you're like, yep. This is exactly what I was not anticipating when I opened this door. Is that how you felt whenever I showed up to your house at one time? I was just drinking beers out here. How what? Neither time did you call me. <laughs> I, I almost called you this time. I almost yeah. sent you a text and you opened the door. Yeah. Uh, the first time, though, legit, I rolled up. But you didn't have your phone with you. Yeah, I did. Did not, you? Not this. I could answer on my phone like I'm a spy from the 1960s. Oh, Inspector Gadget. Yeah, I would have felt like that. But yeah, the first time you you had uh, you had been sitting out there for half an hour and you'd polished off half a six pack by yourself. No, I didn't polish off half. I no, you polished did. off I, one and a half beers. <laughs> I was like, why didn't you call me? You're like, I don't know. It was a but nice, you weren't even home. What does it was, matter? Weather was nice. You could have let me know. And be like, hey man. The weather was nice. I was wearing shorts. <laughs> You did. That was when that was back when you had time to go home before you came over here to podcast. Wasn't that nice? That is some different types. Well, you know, coming diff- straight across the street is okay too. That is true. It actually saves some time and some gas. And you get fed most times. Yeah, I know. Alter- you know how to treat a lady. <laughs> we alternate between yeah. We've talked multiple times about our very domesticated relationship, how you walk I in. I just bring you money and I'm like, buy me food. <laughs> Basically. Yeah. Half the time you walk in, I'm like, You ready for dinner, honey? How was your day? And I start cooking dinner. Yeah, usually we just talk about the same old bullshit. Well, <laughs> I think initially it starts out like different things, and then we kind of go settle into like, oh, how's the fam and stuff like that? What have you been up to? And then um, you know, we then we do the podcast after we yeah. eat, of course. 
That does bring me to my next question. Uh, how is the fam? What have you been up to? <laughs> well, my dad sounds better. He was in the hospital recently, but he sounds a lot better. Um, my sister's still going through that nasty separation, but she signed off for the house. Mom's doing well. I think she's staying with my sister tonight, so my dad doesn't really get to see my mom for any schnookums. And uh, tomorrow we're going to figure out what the hell our gender of our kid is. Yeah, you got to... And... So I'm off work tomorrow. That's right. And in addition to being off work, finding out the gender of your kid, you have a double feature play this weekend. I do. Bob's Burgers and Top Gun. I will also say that uh, my a, dog has glaucoma and I'm going to go get him checked for that tomorrow. What a full Yay! few days you have planned for Memorial Day weekend. It is going to be nuts, but I already got my tickets for Bob's Burgers. Going to get my tickets for um, Top Gun. I don't know if Megan's going to go with me to that, but you know, whatevs. I'll figure it out. Yeah, Top Gun Maverick. The fucking danger zone. Boom, boom, boom. I don't think she really cares about this shit. Next week's episode, and I'm excited to, more excited to watch that now that we have the reference of the first movie to watch. Well, Tom Cruise usually does good stuff. Yeah. Has he been in any necessarily bad movies that you can think of? Because not I off can't the cuff. Really think of. Not other, off the cuff. Other than his weirdo actual real life stuff. Yeah, I can't think of too many bad things that he's necessarily been involved in. Um, but uh yeah, it's it's almost summertime, if you could believe it or not. Memorial Day marks the unofficial yeah, it's start. It's like fucking cold here. I'm wearing summer. a jacket here today. It was yeah. rainy and cold the past yeah. today, yesterday. Yeah, we've been on a real roller coaster of weather in the last few days. We've Mother been, Nature's emotions are just out of whack. Yeah, we've been in the nineties, we've been down in the sixties. We haven't been to the 60-90s yet, but... Oh, yeah, we'll lick on that puss when we get there, am I right? Yeah, I'll suck on that dick, whatever you're into, all right, all right. Dinner for two. Mm, dinner for me and dinner for you. <laughs> <laughs> Jake, I know this is part of our news, but I desperately want to riff on this. <laughs> the Riff King is I am unrolling his scroll, and he's ready to... He's fully prepared. Who what? is your favorite member of SNL? Oh, definitely Pete Davidson. Well, guess what? He's going also to be off there. Pers- oh, what? <laughs> he is leaving. No way. Yes. This is the first time I've heard this information. Where does his fame go beyond here? Uh, well, I guess he'll just be doing the Kardashians for the next. All of them or just the one? Probably just Kim for the next four to five years until they get divorced. And so they got to get married first. You think they'll have kids? Do you think she'll still love him after all this is over? I don't know. Maybe he'll get married to Travis Barker afterwards. And then they Travis stay. Barker is fucking hitting everything. He's hitting <laughs> drums for bands, banging he's, Courtney. He's been in 30 different albums. I gotta got to be honest. I love to- Travis Barker and Blink-182, but I am just so tired of seeing him all <laughs> over the place. He's been on so many albums, and he's also, they've got him and Kourtney Kardashian, they've gotten married three different times already. Yeah. It's Why fucking weird, man. Why do you need three weddings? <laughs> Before, whenever they started dating, he was like, oh, man, we're just friends or whatever. Yeah, we haven't even been on our very first date. Oh, but now he's been uh, face first in her vagina. Now it's about time to dump. She's probably me. seen his butthole <laughs> with her tongue. Yeah, and this is long after they've gone away to college. Um, they're just about to the stage where it's dysentery Gary. Oh, I see what you've done here. Um, and they haven't even gotten tickets to the rock show yet. It's quite the roller coaster, so, wouldn't you say? If uh, you could give me one good reason why ride. they'd be together, <laughs> you could tell me if this was Adam's song or not. 
Yeah. <laughs> they... I can't even come up with any more. I know there's more, but I can't. Damn it. Trying to do all this is trying is keeping me up all night. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no use going back to San Diego. What's the point of saying sorry now? <laughs> We're just a couple of teenage satellites. <laughs> That's why I built this pool to see some naked dudes. Dude. <laughs> Something about you I can't put my finger in. That's enough of them, isn't it? We could probably do four. All the small more. things yeah, Courtney will find out go. about. There we go. That's always what you gotta. We could get Mexican food from Sombrero. Why? Just because. Yeah. I mean, if we did if we did more and more of them, we'd be questioning what our age was again. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> That's all you get from me. And I might even ask if aliens exist. Oh, well, you may ask, but should you stay together for the kids for that sake? <laughs> Should there be an anthem one or two for this? Uh, part one or two. What about our first date, Jake? It was a story did, of a lonely guy. We did that one, but it was five minutes ago. So happy holidays, you bastard! <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it just reminds me of the time that I fell in love with a girl at the rock show. Mm, reminds <laughs> me of my neighbor Bob. I think he humped a dog. <laughs> Uh, don't leave me don't leave all me. alone <laughs> just drop me just drop me off at home yeah i'm i'm tired of seeing him and stuff too <laughs> trying really hard to think of what else and another stuff no heart to speak of like the first time um dark what is that i don't care what dark say. side I'm, I'm going to the dark side with you yeah yeah, I, I don't think it's I don't think it's as good of a callback as, as some of the I others. don't think it is either, but that was probably their best song out of that last album. Yeah, I would I would Oops, say so. Skeeby weebies. All right, Jake. Let's shake off the shit and let's talk about it. Yeah. Netflix. Let's say hello to the angel of my nightmare. God. The shadow in the background. All right. <laughs> Netflix <laughs> unveils the new Umbrella Academy season three trailer. What do you think? Um, looks pretty good. I think that we've been on record plenty of times saying that, uh, we watched Umbrella Academy season one because season two is coming out. We're like this. We've heard this is season three. Yeah. Now we watched, no, we watched the (laughs) first, we watched the first one out of of obligation for season two and season one kind of sucked about halfway through, but season two was great. And so that makes season three. I'm even more looking forward to it. Um, Elliot Page is going to be in it. Yeah, I love the way that they jump through all of the all the different timelines and all the ways that the world could end. And Marvel, always Elliot Page's character Vanya. Oh well, at that time it was Elliot Page in this particular one. We don't know if Elliot Page is going to follow suit. Uh, Yeah, will they in the world? Will they? Won't they? Well, at one point there was they turned white and looked like they had every point in the show where they're like, "Oh, we're going to blow up everything." I think. That the funny row. thing would be is if the other people cause the end of the world and yeah. Vanya surely you wouldn't do and that save it three seasons in a row. What is gonna be Vanya's new name? Is it gonna be Victor or whatever? I think so. I think it was Victor. Um was it Vic- Hargreaves? Is that Hargraves? Hargraves is their last name. Um it it looks like they I think that the reason I didn't like most of season one is because it was so fucking dreary. 
And, but the second half of that season oh, takes Jake sad. Yeah, I don't like being sad is my thing. But season two, I just love from the outset. And this seems like they've really learned. They found their tone and they've kind of stuck with it. And this trailer seems a lot more upbeat and wacky and a direct continuation of the weird, the weirdo timeline that they landed in. I love the Klaus. End of the second season. Everyone loves some Klaus. The fucking number gorilla five. dude. Number five. Don't love gorilla dude. <laughs> I think Klaus and number five are the ones that I like the most. The, definitely the two of the best, like well-developed ones. You've got Diego, who's got long hair again. Where he's like, I throw knives. Just makes me think got of an problems act, with people. A real life Diego that I dislike. So I disliked him at first. But Dora the Explorer's cousin. You yeah, motherfucker. Exactly. I've always I was always a sly for this. I sly for the sky dragon. That's from you. What the fuck? Dude? <laughs> That's the Egyptian God. Never mind. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Swiper. The- Sometimes I speak in <laughs> S's and I can't pronounce them all like snakes and scissors and construction sucks. But yeah, um, I'm excited to see. We're going to have a show off between two parallel timelines of different academies by different names. And we'll see how that works out. Different people, different siblings. The tagline for the same orgy. (laughs) Too many siblings, not enough holes. Not enough lube, if you ask me. Yeah, exactly. There's enough holes. You think you can make anything fit, Jake? (laughs) But you'd think if you were to show up to an orgy, you would be more well prepared for that. It wouldn't be your first rodeo. What would you do if you showed up to an orgy? On purpose or accidentally? I mean, either or. I see if so. Accidentally. I think that would be more surprising. Well, yeah, because you wouldn't expect it. Yeah, because a surprise, by definition, surprise, motherfucker. Would you participate? No, you wouldn't. No, that seems like a very messy experience. If I wasn't taken, if you would RSVP to the, (laughs) I mean, if I show up here and I'm already there, I mean, fuck it, whatever. As long as no one's trying to get me from behind. If yeah. if I'm invited to one of these things, I mean, fans? I've already known what I'm going to, but I'm very, very nervous and probably quite sweaty and quivering. Quivering. Have you ever been invited to an orgy before? No. Me either. Single time. But if you were, <laughs> every time I'm just not invited. I I'm keep ki- calling them. They keep saying no. <laughs> but not the moment someone by- shits from anal sex, I'm out of there. <laughs> invited even though you keep calling i'll show up i'll wait outside i can hear the moans and the motions i'm convinced that's not a real thing i've never been to an orgy before (laughs) that is quite a surprise for someone a likely story from a man who keeps reassuring all of the i haven't been to one but just expect a lot of fat chicks and fat dudes (laughs) um so speaking of wishing that you couldn't see a new daredevil series is in the work uh, I just, in the work it's in the work yeah it's in just the one time they gotta do at least one um yeah so we got charlie cox coming back um speaking of orgies yeah hot <laughs> nasty stagnated body fluids um and then i think probably kingpin will probably make an appearance like he was in um the hawkeye show yeah and uh, Charlie Cox is in Spider-Man, so he's got that going for you. He's reprising his role as uh, Matt Murdock when he was defending Peter Parker in Spider-Man No Way Home. So 
Who would have thought that he would have been he would have been back for his own series? I don't know. After watching the first, I mean, there's a lot of things, but it's so repetitive. And I'm just like, Ugh. I didn't even watch season two. Maybe I should go back and do that. Watch them all. I hear Jessica Jones is pretty good. He can't either because he's blind. Oh, <laughs> that's playing on his weakness, Jake. Damn. You fucking cold ass son of a bitch. These appearances again, Carly, Charlie Cox can't see has gotten fans thinking just what the beginning is for the two. As Marvel continues to expand its TV and movie universe, but rather a new Daredevil series, speculation has suggested that Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio could make more guest appearances in show like She-Hulk, which centers on that the seems like them. world yeah. or Echo, who has a connection to Kingpin. So, yeah, I wonder if it will be a continuation or if they're just doing like a bit of a soft reboot where it's like, hey... I'm Daredevil, but this is a new thing. And let's just kind of pretend like the whole other Netflix series did not happen. Well, I can't really do that, can you? Yeah, they can. <laughs> they'll, I don't think they'll, so, do, they'll, they'll call it season one. There'll be a few passing references to maybe things that have happened or haven't happened. But there'll also be like one reference to be like, uh, but Doctor Strange. Oh, shit. We Doctor, forgot exactly. everything. Exactly. I have to have one reference to like Doctor Strange or something. It ties into a specific universe and then they don't have to. They can pretend like everything else that. Oh, we can just pretend it was a different universe. It was a, yeah, a different dimension ever since the snap happened. I wonder if Foggy is going to be in this blah, one. Blah, blah, guess what? Charlie Cox. I'm back. Yep. That's, I look the same, but everybody all. else is different. That's um, all you got to do. Rift, magic, Doctor Strange. But Snap. fuck, go to an orgy, Jake, Ryan, get invited. <laughs> Whatevs. Um, Pete Reply Davidson, <laughs> gone from SNL. Now we're here to the main. We're here to the main topic, Jake. Oh, this is the main topic. Mission Impossible, Dead Reckoning, Part 1. We saw a lot of abstract shots, and then we got into it. And the first thing you said to me was, damn, Tom Cruise looks old. <laughs> Side profile, he sure did. I was like, oh, damn, I'm going to slay him like that. All right, all right. 59 years old. And I think that's 10 years from being perfection. The Top Gun movie that we're about to watch, um, this that we had watched, we had watched the newest one. We they filmed this like three years ago. So, yeah, my dad keeps going, always like, you see that Top Gun movie? You think it's out in DVD? Like, baby, it hasn't been released yet. You think that's out on DVD yet? Yeah, my my pops is big on that. Oh, he's and yes, I do call him Beeman. His name's Barry. I call him the Bee Man. Yeah. Beeman. <laughs> I went through a phase in middle call school. Kramer. Yeah, I might awesome. as well. Uh, he's probably just asking you to pirate an illegal copy of someone that's snuck the, their phone into the theater. But secret, secretly want to see an orgy video. Maybe. Maybe two. No, there's no doubt. Maybe a two and one. That man has been there's an um, with his fly unzipped and button on his pants and done watching a porno as I've walked into the house after he fell asleep. Oh, no. No, that's a true story. But what did you think? <laughs> um, I was very you interested. Think of old Tom Cruise running across the field. You know, these Mission Impossible movies will always be great to me, um, except for the second one. Um I'm trying to think what my favorite one was. And I think it was probably Ghost Recon or Protocol or whatever. That was pretty good. Um, these are usually pretty good. The second one wanted to be a little more campy. Um, the first one was really good. 
Um, I have the collection of them, minus the last one. I didn't like the last one because I really hated Henry Cavill's character because <laughs> he's just a dipshit. Kept failing, and then all of a sudden he was like, "Oh, I'm turning it on. I can beat you." Oh. Eventually they fucked him over, but I was just like, <sighs> in his shifting mustache. Yeah, I'm like fuck that guy. I guess guy. that was in Justice League, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. But CG. I'm like, fuck that guy. <laughs> yeah, I have not seen a single one of these. That blows my mind. Yeah, well, you know, I've famously lived under this big rock that I keep in my office. Yeah, Patrick. Uh, and who are you people? I don't know. Who are you? I, I come out every now and then and I'm, I'm just astounded at the stuff that people are, they're, they're dancing on the internet to Lizzo songs. And I'm like, who the fuck is that? I don't. You don't know who Lizzo is? I don't know anything about anything. Wow. So everything is, everything, I'm in a perpetual state of uh, surprise i cannot relate to the youth now i'm always like doing dabs and stuff and they're like yeah hey, you doing, doing dabs seven like you're smoking like <laughs> fucking hash <laughs> there we go yeah they they just don't i, I can't they don't understand why i'm doing dabs i'm like i'm trying to get high motherfuckers yeah i was specifically doing <laughs> yep <laughs> you went in a different direction <laughs> still talking Dabs. My brain did not register that. Still talking brain Brian's damage. Dabbing right now. <laughs> Loki <laughs> season two will begin filming this summer. So I'm assuming that we'll see it next year. Yeah. I mean, that's cool. That's cool. People would assume. I mean, if they're assuming it, if they're assuming, if they're assuming it, well, I think most people aren't assuming it because it came from Loki himself, Tom Hiddleston. They're going to make an ass out of you and me. Yeah, we'll see this at some point. One would assume if they're recording it and filming it, they're yeah. probably going to see. Probably if they're taping it. it on tape, if they're putting it on tape, if they've got all the VHS cameras out and they're recording That's it all you five minutes, throw at up the, time. the tripod, buddy. <laughs> um, speaking of uh, Loki, there's the Thor of retro <laughs> Love and Thunder trailer. What did you think, Jake? Man, we got to see Thor's naked butt. Natalie Minus the pixelation. Natalie Portman's been in the gym. Yeah. I can tell you that much. Still hot as a fox. Just bench pressing like 14 Jar Jar Binks at the same time. <laughs> she could bench press my Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> I'm married and I have a child on the way, but my affection for Natalie Portman has not dissipated since the first Star Wars movie she starred in That's or it's good V from she, Vendetta. It's good to know she's into younger dudes. Is, that Is she? By that first Star Wars movie. Well, there we go. So uh, you're like, saying she, there's a chance. Uh, she's like 15 and Anakin's like nine. She's like so 10 more years. Uh, so man. she might be 40 be? and I'm over here being 34 and shit. <laughs> I mean, um, whatever, but do with my body what you must. But people, I, I think. Hey, me like your French girls, Jack. I think this looks pretty good. I think that the Thor movies have a. Uh, maybe. Outside. They've started getting funnier. Yeah, outside of the first two, they're pretty good. And he started, he's got more movies now, right? Because you got Thor 1, 2, Ragnarok. This is the fourth one. Yep. Isn't it? And, yep. Does that Plus, make him have the more movies? Uh, I think so. The most, uh, I think so. Uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, you're not going to do Iron Man four at this point. Hey, they might. You're not going to do Spider Man. Spider Man's probably got to beat, but the trilogy is always different. If you're but talking, you can tie the trilogies Marvel, together. Though. You can tie the trilogies together, yeah. right? But yeah, if you're talking about just MCU standalone movies, yeah, Thor takes the cake now at this point. 
He's taken the cake. He's eaten all of it, and now he's worked it all off. He's, he's no worked that sad bod off to get that god bod. Exactly. Oh, no longer fat Thor. Lightning shoots from my deck. Speaking of god, god bods. Yeah, I'm right here, baby. What's what up? <laughs> Russell Crowe looking like a fat Zeus. Speaking of pasty white people, what do you think of Christian Bale's Gore the God Butcher? Kind of look cool. Uh, yeah. Christian Bell, not my favorite. Well, he's been the best Batman that we've seen thus far, in my opinion. Definitely the best Batman movies, hands down. I No one can step to me on that. I'm going to step up and say, nah, you're probably right about yeah, that. But, no, uh, <laughs> the, one, the first two that they did was think, better. Couldn't think of any, any example. I like the last one, but no, it's not better than any of the Dark Knight ones. The one with Heath Ledger is always going to be the best. But Christian Bale as an actor, really, really good. And uh, it'll be interesting to see. We haven't seen him in one of these MCU movies before, which is probably maybe not surprising because I think he's the most iconic Batman DC. Yeah. So now we've got two iconic Batman who have been villains in MCU movies. But he's also Michael Keaton being the vulture and now Christian Bale being in. uh, And they bounce back and forth. What if he's in the new um, Flashpoint movie? Yeah. I can't wait to see what they do with Adam West. (laughs) I can't maybe, either. Maybe Val Kilmer. <laughs> um, I wonder how they're going to use Val Kilmer and Top Gun. Yeah, I don't know. Because, well, you know, he's all fucked up. A couple of um, episodes ago, by a couple, I mean, like, probably like 15, 10 or 15, I had watched the Val Kilmer movie, the documentary about oh, him. Oh, yeah, yeah. And I, I that was very interesting to see the transformation of, I mean, they really caught on the, like, the cusp of him having that issue with his voice box and kind of going into his little situation, his little death spiral. Oh, he's still alive. What what they call when they, when the fighter plane starts uh, spiraling out of control. Oh, the jet wash. Yeah. The jet wash, (laughs) which I would love to figure out what the fuck that is. Um, but yeah, um, I feel like Val Kimmer is probably like a weird bird because just based on some of the stuff he did in that movie where he was just trying to be funny um, we're in the absence of speech ability. And I was like, oh, that's some shit I would do. Um, Thor, yeah, it looks cool. Pretty excited for it. I think I am too. I think this is a good summer blockbuster and prevented uh, a COVID resurgence and or monkeypox showing up. What on the, the scene. fuck, dude? <laughs> and they're warning the gay men of the Stop gay community. having sex with monkeys. Or in the I butt, apparently. Know. Who is doing this? I want to know who fucked this monkey and why we got to deal with this now. <laughs> I want to know. It was I. I butt fucked this Ryan, monkey. Stop it. <laughs> I butt fucked every monkey on the way here. <laughs> I went to the zoo and said, Give me your I love. I need you to chill out because uh, we orangutans going Lemurs. on. Lemurs. Right Beer is $18 Gorillas. for a 12 pack. And now we've got genital monkeypox warts floating around. And I've had enough. (laughs) I've had enough. (laughs) Me and my wife, we only have sex with each other unless Natalie Portman wants to join. Um, (laughs) And so we think that we'll be safe from the monkeypox. Jake? Okay. You want want me to follow up for that one? (laughs) Yeah. Speaking of family. I got nothing nothing for that. Fast family gets bigger. Tom gets a grandma. So Rita Marino, uh, the 90-year-old actress known for us being in like a bunch of old shit, like The King and I and West Side Story, she's going to be their grandmother at 90. 
So, you know, the hey. Fast and Furious family just continues to get fucking bigger. It's never too late to uh never too late to join the family. Bigger family? Samuel Jackson will be Chris Pratt's dad in the Garfield movie. Chris Pratt's gonna be Garfield, so And Mario. And uh Samuel Jackson's going to be um whatever what was his name? Can't remember. Garfield's dad was it Dave? Garfield has a dad. Yeah, he has like a little white guy as a dad, which is kind of funny because Samuel L. Jackson is not a white John guy. John Arbuckle. John, yes, it was John. <laughs> or Look is he you. playing? Or is he playing Garfield's paternal father? So Garfield has like a deadbeat cat dad now, who's just out there fucking all the cat girls in the neighborhood. Yeah, I'd like to see his dad doing Maybe that. Maybe he's shit. like a Pepe Le Pew type character, just sexually harassing all the cats in the neighborhood and that's how garfield's fat lazy lasagna loving ass shows up what the fuck i don't why are they doing this if bill murray is involved it's a non-starter for garfield well i mean you've seen zombie land and if fucking chris pratt shows up he's gonna be doing the same voice for garfield that he is for mario and i i will not stand maybe he'll do an italian voice because that'll be better (laughs) It's the me, a Mario, a blue beetle suit looks amazing. I love it. <laughs> yep. So the, oh, we also have news about the blue ve- beetle. The blue uh, beetle. The blue beetle. <laughs> um, so I went to see Doctor Strange again, and he mentions that uh, you know there's countless um, characters who have bug names. Blue beetle, and that guy to the list. Spider Man. Spider-Man. Does he shoot webs of his butt? <laughs> uh, Ooh, maybe. Um, Winnie the Pooh blood and honey horror movie in the works. Why? Hold up. <laughs> Not being done by Disney. Did you just Winnie call entered it the blood and honey? Public domain in January of 2022. That's right, bitch. Oh, brother. Or oh, bother. Oh, bother. Here it is. Oh, man. That's pretty frightful, right? That is one of the scariest things I might have ever seen. Well, it won't be Jesus. long for Mickey, and there's that. Like, I don't know how he hasn't. Yeah. If anything, if any of the, if any of the conservatives in Florida have their way, they'll make sure that Michael Rodent enters the public domain. And continue to give them guns. <laughs> Um, also, it's a story for another day. Also, a news: PS5 console covers arrive in new colors, June seventeenth, <laughs> the day before my sister's birthday. You no, know, it won't be arriving in more quantities. PS5. <laughs> yep. So you're pretty much fucked in the gay. But if I'm could, sure you could get plenty of covers. What color would you go for? Uh, see, I really like. Maybe I'm the min- in the minority. Uh, which uh. I really like the white and black, the default one. Okay. I know a lot of people like the black plates with the black controller. Um, they've got like a teal one, a purple one, and a pink one. Now. I'm down with the pink one, dude. Pink one looks cool, but it's like pink and black. See, if it was pink with a white center, I think that that would look maybe a little bit better. My guitar straps pink and black. I just have to. Yeah, well, the, they're continuing to expand on that. And every anybody that makes third-party like plates and stuff... Um, 
Yeah, Sony sues. <laughs> like, no, hell no. <laughs> There's a company called... Wish a bitch would track. A company called D-Brand that makes lots of like... Uh, they make wraps for like MacBooks and iPhones and stuff. And they did a, an early one for PS5. It was like black plates. And on the inside, they have these really fine little etchings of what were the Sony, like the, the cross and the square and the circle and triangle. And so they, the D brand couldn't use that. So they did some like royalty free, like this isn't Sony images where it was like they rotated the X 90 degrees and then they had like a, like a Pentagon and then just a circle and then a triangle when then, then they got sued. <laughs> but, um, yeah, interesting to see other people try, um, those plates really difficult to get off. Are they, what are yeah. they like clipped and like, You've really got to put some force. So I got a the memory expansion for it last week because I uh, I bought Grand Theft Auto Five for the first time after nine years because <laughs> it was on sale for nine bucks. I was like, I've never played a GTA. It's time to go in on this. And I realized I was out of console storage space, so I bought a, a Western Digital two terabyte storage extension. I looked up a YouTube video on how to install it, and I I did it. But man, I, it spent, I spent more time trying to figure out how to get the plates off the side of the PS5 than actually installing that storage expanse. And you've really, you've got to lift and pull and you got to pull a little bit harder than you'd expect. And I was about certain I was about to snap one of those plates in half. Uh, they got some big ass hooks on the inside. That's all I got to say. That's <laughs> a big ass hooks. Did a whole like. That's a big ass hook, boy. Video, a whole like. Um, Photo, photo sequence of it but yeah let me pull it pull it up for you that's that my naked naked ps5 sitting on my desk there mm. <laughs> that's jake sitting naked with the it's just a picture ps5 in between his legs <laughs> just flipped over there and turned it around but yeah oh god those are hard to get off <laughs> Maybe if someone's a little bit braver than me or you're just a real reckless person and you're like, I'll snap that shit off. I don't care. I don't give a shit. That's how most orgies start. Got to use a little bit more force than you're perhaps expecting. A little spit, a little lube, and a little worth love. It in the end. You got to look out for the big hooks, though. You got to yank. Delicious. You've got to pull and twist at the same time a little bit. And that's really you what gotta the secret it. is. You got to bop it, twist it. Pull it, suck it, fuck Pull it. Pull it, suck it, fuck it, Simon says. <laughs> that is how you do it. That's all the news this week, isn't it? Yes, Jake. Well, that is. Ryan, it's about time for us to talk about, uh, it's time for us to talk spoilers for a 36-year-old movie. Um, Highway to the danger zone. That's right. It's time to talk about Top Gun, the original one, the first one, not the one that's coming out in theaters two days from now because we had to watch this one to prepare ourselves for it. So we're preparing for a, a two-week Tom Cruise special where we're talking about airplanes. We're talking about Tom Cruise. We're talking about how his teeth are different from 1986 to 2022. It's going to be a wild ride. And I got to say, it's I'm a looking highway to the danger zone. I'm looking forward to, to going in any direction, maybe even flying upside down and flipping each other the bird. Man, would I love to do that <laughs> shit, buddy. 
Um, but yeah, this is the, uh, actually the first time that I've ever sat down and watched all of Top Gun from start to finish. It's been a minute for myself too. Yeah. I have seen bits and pieces of this when I was a kid and I've got to tell you outside of the airplane flying around stuff, uh, which is probably arguably the best part of this movie. There's not a lot that I actually remembered or retained anything of if I, if I'm completely honest, it's weird that the, the awkward sex scene in this, yeah. I did not sink in Pretty when fucking I was like hot, a, huh? a nine year old kid. Yeah. Let's see a nine year old kid have <laughs> sex like that. Yeah. You can't. Nope. <laughs> but, um, yeah, this, I don't know. Like what, what did you looking back at the lens on it of, of 2022, how do you think something like this compares? Because I, I think that I'm going to ask for your opinion, but I'm going to talk for three more minutes before I let you speak as it's okay. Kanye. as is tradition, I'm going to let you finish Taylor, but let here, but Beyonce had the best top gun of all time. So totally. I feel like this movie has a bit of an outsized influence on pop culture for what it necessarily is. I don't think it's a bad movie, but I also am not quite certain why it has this much of a reputation for what it is. If you look at the interpersonal relationships in this movie, uh, any human characters that interact with, um, they are essentially just vehicles for uh, Tom Cruise's character to either learn something from to grow or to fuck or to fuck. Yep. And it's the eighties and that's the danger zone writing female characters. That's all you had to do in the 1980s. (laughs) Just about they can be, they can play women can play hard to get, but in the end, yeah, they're going to get fucked. Yeah. They're they're just going to be like, yeah, I guess I'm in love with you now. Tom Cruise, you have, <laughs> at least he seemed like he was a gentle lover. You sung to me in the bat in the in the bar, and then you followed me in the you bathroom. Love and feeling. <laughs> you saw that Russian fighter plane, so I guess I'm interested now. Um, mm. What? How do you think that this stacks up? Watching this for the like the first time in 2022. Um, so I like you remember bits and pieces of this movie. Right. I've seen it multiple times, but it's been a long time. Um, this movie has a charm to it that I'm like, oh, okay, I can see why people enjoyed it. But at the same time, it's very much like you're in a room, there's dialogue. We move to another room. <laughs> there's dialogue. We move to some jets. There's some dialogue. We move to the next room. There's some dialogue. Um, uh, it's very clipped. Um, there's not any smooth transitions. Um, Tom Cruise, fairly good. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. 
Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is not his best movie, but I mean, you know, it's when he started out and Val Kilmer's in there and Anthony Edwards, um, who did great as uh, Goose. Um, the, the airplanes are very cool. Um, it's just kind of what you expect from like an eighties movie, but it was, it was a lot of testosterone, but it wasn't like a lot, a lot of testosterone. I mean, there was a ton, but it's not the movie that I'm like, Oh shit. It's like the expendables where they're just flexing and fucking. It's, (laughs) I, I'm like, I'm a little like conflicted about it because on one hand, like you said, anything that involves an airplane in this is incredible, especially considering when this was filmed, because everything you see is practical effects. It's actual fucking fighter jets. I think the new one will have a lot of that too. It's absolutely, it's absolutely amazing the way that they are filmed. It is beautiful. And you're beautiful. All of that stuff is, thank you. All that stuff is stunning. And I think it still holds up 40 years later anything 40 years later it's only been 30 36 five years you asshole yeah exactly you're not there yet so you don't have to be offended by it but i'm one year ahead (laughs) or one year behind i guess it's that is just in it's incredible stuff the thing that the way that those planes are just like you really get the sense of speed and when they're doing barrel rolls and flying upside down and everybody in this movie is sweaty and chewing gum 99% of the time and playing volleyball. You do not ever get the sense that they stop sweating or chewing gum. Val because Kilmer, it's so intense. Val Jake. Kilmer must've been sponsored by double bubble because he is just chomping on gum his ass was the double bubble time. His jaw has got to be perfectly sculpted by the end of this movie because he just not stop chomping on gum the entire time he's like i fly by the rules maverick and you're a big fucking dickhead and i'm gonna chew out your ass a little bit longer chew up your ass and spit you out because you've lost flavor already tom cruise your tooth is in the middle of your head what do you think about that tom cruise um pretty fucking sexy because let's face it who wouldn't bang Tom Cruise? <laughs> Would you bang Tom Cruise? Now or then? <laughs> I've seen Billy Madison. I know this play out. <laughs> then. Yes. Oh, I thought you were going to say no. Kelly McGillis. <laughs> Man. She does. She does a real. <laughs> a real great job of really pretending to be interested even a little bit in. Top Maverick is a fucking dickhead. Is he? He's got no, He's got a lot on his plate. As far as I'm concerned, he has zero redeeming qualities to him as a character. He is he, he is charming, but he does not fucking respect anyone but himself and this whole journey that he goes on is just him learning to basically overcome his own insecurities where he's like, I'm a good pilot, but am I a good person? Turns out doesn't matter if you get to be an even better pilot. Uh, my best friend's dead. 
but I'm gonna chuck his shit I'm into the ocean and say fuck his kids in the ocean. Um, what I didn't what I didn't realize going into this was that Top Gun was the name of the flight school that they. Go the way to. they introduced it, they were like, most people call this big block of Top Gun. That was all. That was very like Star Wars too, where it was just like, here's a bunch of text. Here's everything you need to know. And uh, it's called it's called Top Gun. This this movie, I would even argue. Does it have a plot? Because I think the plot is about paper thin because it's it's almost a series of short films. Clips, yeah. Yeah, because it's like they start out, they're on the they're on an aircraft character in the Indian Ocean and they're doing exercises and there's four of them up there flying around. There's Maverick and Goose and then there's Cougar and Merlin and Cougar has they see they run into uh not definitely not Russian warplane. It's a MiG twenty six. Uh and they have the f- fucking Soviet star on their helmets they just or whatever. Have the fucking- yeah, and they're they're all like blacked out and they're like, Yeah, this is definitely not the Russians, but it's the Russians. We're talking it's about the, the Russians. Russians. Um and uh, Cougar has like a mental breakdown where he's just sweating shit in his pants and Mavic's like, hey, we got to we got to get we're going back. We're getting him out of here and we're going back. We're chasing the Russians out and he flies upside down and they give him the finger. They're like, yeah, fuck off, Russians. Go back to fucking, <laughs> fuck you, you motherfuckers. Stick your fucking balls in a snowbank or whatever you do up there. You little dick fuckers. Go get, have sex with a polar bear. Yeah, have sex with that polar bear, you weirdos. They have eating all the drinking all the coke up there mm-hmm. in the North Pole, whatever you fucking do. Anyways, they're dick bags. <laughs> he says all this. I was really surprised for 1986 that you could say fuck that many times in a movie and product placement for coke. Really strange ad. Campaign. And Budweiser. <laughs> I if you did buy beer Budweiser tonight, if you did buy beer tonight, I was gonna get Budweiser, but I was gonna ask you about it first. It's like, do you want to drink some really bad beer? Yeah for a bit. For the, yeah. No one's gonna see it, but they no, <laughs> no. commit to the commit to the bit where you're just <laughs> That's what it's all about, man. Yeah. Committing to the bit. That's what real don't act- give a shit. That's what real acting is all about. Um, and so after um, they come, they go back in the general or admiral or whatever on the boat is like the boat, the aircraft carrier. He's like, hey, boat. Goose and Maverick, you guys are fucking tools. But uh, Cougar just quit. He's the best pilot. And Merlin was too, I guess. But we have to send pairs, I guess. Those are the rules for Top Gun. You got to send two. You can't just send one. And you can't just split up teams or whatever, I guess. So we got to send you two idiots. Please don't embarrass the Navy. <laughs> to the danger zone. So they send them to flight school at Miramar where they got to compete against other teams. But there's only one winner of Top Gun. Who's the toppest gunner? I guess there's a trophy that they there's can a trophy, gather, but it's always like it's between Maverick and Iceman, AKA Val Kilmer mm. and uh goose apparently is helping Maverick, but he's not in the running. Like, I, I don't know what, I don't know who the, what the it's person a team, the, it's a team. And so it's a team, right? But only Maverick gets the trophy. Oh, well, he's the driver, but <laughs> the driver of the plane. But I'm sure a goose would get his name somewhere on Goose there. Caboose. All day. On the loose. <laughs> I mean, he's just like the spotter. 
You yeah, think like the NASCAR driver gets God the, damn it. <laughs> the NASCAR I said spotter. The NASCAR driver gets all the attention while the spotter does not. Yeah, he's like hey, he's outside on turn number four. Uh you got a fucking Russian on your uh ride at twelve o'clock. I guess that's actually directly behind you or directly in front of you. Never mind. <laughs> twelve o'clock would be right in front of you. Six o'clock would be behind you. Anyways, <laughs> It's a highway to the danger zone. So they go back. They go to flight school. They're doing competitions to see who could be the best pilot. Um, they show up to a bar where they're like, hey, this is the Navy bar. The whole Navy's here. All 20 people that are in the U.S. Navy. You lost here. that love and feeling. Let me walk into the bathroom and watch you take a dump. Oh, wait, you put no makeup. You lost that love and feeling. Now I can't, can't. Can't sneak up on you. <laughs> yeah. What this is a real this particular whole sequence, and in addition to this sequence, this entire plot line slash forced romantic relationship is a real Well, they were betting twenty dollars. Yeah. Well, that's the only and then way, both that's parties the to contributed it. to help the girl help that's, him get the girl. That's the way you handle romantic relationships is by betting. Just <laughs> well, I bet on myself and I ended up my wife. I mean, I guess anybody can bet on themselves, you know? Yeah. And you did follow her into that bathroom after you sang to her in that bar. So No, she kissed me and I said, what? No tongue on our first date? Nice. Yeah. Nice. And that's how love's made. Yeah. Tom Cruise is a real fucking creep. <laughs> His teeth are crazy, too. He, like, everything about this. Where it's he's not like, Tom Cruise. It's Pete what is his last Pete, sorry pete maverick mitchell mitchell yeah yeah you can see why he goes by maverick because peter mitchell's fucking he should go by his other name, name davidson yeah pete davidson mitchell maverick yes perfect <laughs> it's hyphenated pete davidson mitchell maverick he's got four hyphens it's that's a hispanic name Pete Davidson, Mitchell Maverick, Hernandez, Hermanos. One's paternal Rodriguez. and maternal. And yeah, then. that's yeah, they do the paternal anyways. Yeah, Pete you're Maverick welcome. Mitchell. Fuck off, Tom Cruise. He's just like, <laughs> it's just, it's just something that's in movies of this era. And you don't, yeah, there, there's no chemistry between them as two lead actors. There's no reason for them to ever fall in love. And you could even argue that the relationship that they ever develop is strictly because she finds so he's harassing this girl at a bar he follows her into the bathroom he's like hey you just, he doesn't harass her sings he to her follows her into the bathroom and is like hey try to fuck she's like he did nah. not say that he didn't say that but he said that in a 1986 way where he's just grinning and laughing like hey what up you trying to fuck and she's like nah i'm out of here i got school in the morning and he never puts two because she, she's the instructor he doesn't put two and two together like oh i'm here to do this flight school thing too i bet that that's unrelated and then they show up the next morning in the hangar and she's like this civilian physicist like hey i'm gonna talk about aircraft or whatever and he's like Oh shit. Talking about <laughs> aircraft in my dick. That's, I love it how he hid behind sunglasses. I'm a different person. And tried to look <laughs> off. But then talk she sees through the whole time. Immediately where she's like, hey, fucking, that's the guy that was sexually harassing me in that bar. 
He oh, seems what? like a nice fella. You saw that Russian MIG up close? I'm going to talk to you after class, Tom Cruise. And that's the whole basis of their relationship where she wants to learn about this plane. And he's like, hey, I just played some volleyball. I want to go talk about this plane. I want to go take a shower in your house. I'm a good <laughs> Ryan, have you ever... So two questions for you. Yes. Have you ever played volleyball in really stiff 1980s denim before? Um, no, but I did take volleyball in high school or at college. Did you wear shorts when you did it? Yeah, actually I did. Okay. So you didn't wear, you didn't wear jeans and no shirt. No, right. no, that would not work for me. Secondly, did you ever realize you were late while playing said volleyball and decide to go straight to the date <laughs> And then while you show up to somebody else's house, when they're, they're that's going to be a big old no, <laughs> literally in the middle of preparing dinner. And you're like, Hey, thanks for cooking dinner. Can I use your shower? I'm going to put the same dirty clothes that I'm wearing back on afterwards. I'm assuming that's what we're going to do. Oh, I mean, unless he's going to wear some latest unless he garments <laughs> walks back out there in like a towel and nothing else, which I guess the way that they I mean, walk some around the people fucking are into that shit, locker man. room. I, that's I'm supposing that's something that they do. But how um, would you like your Tom Cruise, buddy? Uh, just in a white towel and oh, perpetually yeah, just sweaty. Okay. sweaty and damp <sighs> and maybe moist. Oh, that dick is hard. Moist. That dick is hard. <laughs> Jake, um, I love how you spit at the end. <laughs> <laughs> Just the hard playboy noise. Yeah. And so they kind of just fall in love after that, where she's like, I'm in love with you, Maverick. And he's like, yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. <laughs> I did the whole volleyball thing. And that's really all. I mean, you I were was just there. here for the volleyball. You weren't there for that. And so that was just, that was one for the boys at home, but yeah, one that, for <laughs> the, for the boys. <laughs> oh, just, I, f- I feel like that's a n- just one of those sequences that it's just constantly referenced in pop culture. But when you're watching it now, you're like, this is literally nothing. It's just some real sweaty dudes playing volleyball, making love to each other. Well, in the weirdest ways. Tony Scott was an actual gay man that directed this. And apparently- was he? He's uh, passed away at this point, and he. But they were working on a sequel to Top Gun when he passed away about ten years ago. They were very early on in like Maverick, the planning of production of this, and he, he passed on. So they it obviously got shelved. But I think a lot of people are probably are, a lot of people are making the point that this could be kind of the relationship in it because if you look at it, Maverick and Goose are the only two characters that have any sort of chemistry in this. False. <laughs> Who else? Tom Cruise and Iceman. Uh, right. There's no. a relationship there. No. <laughs> there is a relationship there. No. And some people are like, oh, this is a gay movie. And be like, yeah, it could be. And those two characters probably would make more sense as, as that. But no, they're just in 1980s. But you're bro, dude. They're just bros, man. Yeah, I they're think. just bros that connect with each other on a deep emotional level. More they've been so, together for so much longer. More so than this lady he followed into the bathroom. And then they have the most awkward sex scene you've ever seen completely. not in the bathroom and much later down no, the line. much later down the much line. later what's ryan what's the song that they keep playing which one the one where ever they're having a relationship oh relationship song is berlin um you take my breath away you take my breath away 
Um, Look at these curtains blow. <laughs> anything else is highway to the danger zone. Everything Kenny is Loggins. blue. Highway <laughs> to the danger zone. So the soundtrack in this is the way that the empowering fucking love it, but just very oddly used where there's no like multiple times. There's no like, like mixing of it. It just kind of the song will just start and they'll just play like the same part of a song over and over and over again. Same with you take my breath away where anytime that, Tom Cruise and Charlotte is a character's name. What the what's the actor's name? Kelly McGillis. When he, whenever they're on screen, mm. they play like the same like four bars of that. They have a really really super awkward sex scene where they're just yeah they're just kissing each other's necks and the camera pans up. The whole like room is blue and the curtains are fluttering and then he's just like oh got to get to school because I've got to be off to be Top Gun or whatever. See at school. See at school. Teach. And then she like criticizes him in front of his classmates. But it's like, no, I had to lie to him. And he's like, ah, that's fine. I know the <laughs> truth. I'm cool with it. Anyways, Goose, uh, let's go do some flying or whatever. I bet nothing bad's gonna happen today. So they do oh, a bunch he of did. they do a bunch of drills, and then there's some jet wash, and uh, the plane. Yeah, gets what a, the fuck is jet wash? Apparently, it's a real thing that can happen when you get stuck behind the jet engine of another aircraft and you're falling too closely. So basically, what happens is he's flying. They're doing one of these like practice sessions or whatever. He gets too close to another plane. And he kind of like loses control or whatever. There, I think that the jet engines, whatever the either the outwash of the exhaust or the vibrations cause his airplane's engines to shut off. Basically, it doesn't make me feel like going the highway of the danger well, zone. Well, they went straight to the danger zone because his plane was basically dead in the water, and they have to uh, eject emergency. Emer- well, you don't eject casually, but oh, I eject um, all the time. <laughs> <laughs> they got to bail out and uh, Goose smacks his head on the canopy and they're flying over the ocean and he, he's very obviously real dead. Like his spine is clearly like broken or whatever. When he uh, smacks into the canopy, they land in the ocean. There's a real dramatic scene where he's Tom Cruise is like holding them or whatever. And, and he's like, crying. like Goose. Goose. <laughs> and Goose is being pulled up by the air or just, the, the helicopter just yeah. latches onto him like he's a rag doll and they're like you gotta let him go and they just like they just pick his ass up and he's literally just pulling his ass. him up by like, by like a foot he's like dangling upside down they're like man this Goose is cooked already like he's, oh, wow. he's done he's not coming back Tom Cruise like don't he done. you gotta let go and he's he like did. fucking hell <laughs> Um, they go before that, they go on a double date with, um, Goose's wife and they bring their kid to Meg Ryan. Yeah. They go to with Meg Ryan and Goose's kid. Who's going to be miles Teller in the next movie. Um, they go to a bar sponsored by Budweiser. They sing some songs on the piano and Meg Ryan's like, Hey, Kelly McGinnis, you two are really in love. And you know, since me and Goose are in love, I can, I can tell. I know what that's like. And that's, that's great. You two are in love and isn't that cool. And I bet this is, there's going to be a happy ending for the two of you. And hopefully we're all going to have happy endings at the end of this. And I bet Maverick's going to learn a lesson or something. 
That's what she says. Or will he? Or will it take him 20 or 30 years? <laughs> will he learn a lesson? Then he's got to unlearn a lesson for the sequel and learn a lesson again. Some a lesson that only his best friend's kid that he forgot about could probably uh, teach him. He's got the mustache too, Miles Teller. You Tellers. take my breath away. <laughs> um, so Miles Teller is the guy who punched somebody in the face for the Aaron and went on a date with Aaron Rodgers. Nice in Hawaii. I I think you're thinking of uh, nope Ezra Miller. No, 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 no. Miles he Taylor was in Hawaii. In Hawaii too. He was in Hawaii. Damn. Ryan, we're not going to hear any stories about you punching anybody in Hawaii in the near future. I've never even been to Hawaii. I've rarely punched people. I have punched some people, so I can't <laughs> say it. That's not true, but never been to Hawaii to punch somebody. Damn. What a missed opportunity. Well, I'm going to head there tomorrow. Got oh, tomorrow off. You got some fuck seeing my kid and figuring out what they're going to be. I've got some rampage to do it. Figure it out. <laughs> um, so, yeah. So, um, Goose is dead. And then he's like, hey, I'm Ed Grind. Uh, I feel real guilty and I think I'm going to quit. And so he's just at the airport and then uh, Kelly McGinnis is like, hey, you can't like quit. Bitch, that, get up there. <laughs> Get up there, bitch. You got to go flying around to stop feeling sorry for yourself. He's like, fine. He's like, no, he's like ignoring her for the longest time. He's, he's like, like whatever. Drink. He's like at the bar. He's like, I'm having an ice water. Yeah. What the fuck was that? <laughs> what are you drinking? I'll have what he's having. They're like ice water. It's like, cool. <laughs> Sadness. <laughs> you know what? I'm going to have that in a side of depression. Same. That'd be wonderful. The drink that only sad men drink is plain water with some I ice drink in it. water all the time <laughs> without the ice and you're real sad aren't you I cry <laughs> so much it's ridiculous I'm always at the airport crying and everyone everyone realizes it but they don't want to say anything about it because they feel awkward and then they feel obligated that they've got to come up and approach me about it you take my breath away away <laughs> to the Danger zone. <laughs> so he comes back and then he like yells at a what is he like yells at his like new co-pilot. He's like, "You're fucking idiot. Can't fucking do this or whatever." And then he doesn't like graduate or that he's late to graduate. Top Gun, Iceman wins. Val Kilmer's like, "I'm the best Top Gun there is." And then at the graduation party, they're like, "All right, champagne boys. Oh no, here's some bad news. Hate to cut the party short." We all got to go back to the one aircraft carrier that the U.S. Navy has because. Yeah, I was like, oh, yeah, surprise. We're in the Indian Ocean over here. Yeah, we're back. We're this back is where, where we started. started out the movie. Who would which, have thought? <laughs> and I felt like it was like a total roundabout wherever we came back to Maverick having the same experience as Cougar did in the beginning yeah. of the movie. Where he's like having a crisis of confidence. And he's like, but I bet I can do this. And or a panic did. attack. Yeah, so Ryan, you were paying more attention to that last dogfight than I was. So how does this how does this wrap up basically? Basically. <laughs> it starts out with um so Iceman Val Kilmer and his buddy 
go out there with um, another group and the other group gets sunk pretty quick yeah. by, and they constantly, the people who are at the aircraft carrier can see radar. And I guess these planes are so close. The enemy planes are so close. It looks like they're one plane, but eventually it ends up being six enemy planes and virtually um, vanilla ice by himself, AKA the Iceman, AKA, um, Val, Val Kilmer. Kilmer. And they're going like crazy speeds, which these jets do go that speed, like 800 miles per hour. Right. Um, which I was calculating in my head. You can get to like the middle of America in like an hour, right? Maybe not that soon, but I mean, fairly quickly. It's pretty fast. Yeah. And yeah. I've also heard it depends on um, which way the wind's blowing. I guess it's the spin of the earth or whatever. Because there's more resistance right. if you're going yeah. against it versus going with it. Dare Walter Voltrick. Uh, yeah. Vortex, yeah. And that's what I'm talking about. But anyway, <laughs> um, so Maverick gets shot out to go out there and he's got a new backup guy, um, whoever Merlin, right? Yeah, Merlin, where he's like, hey, get your fucking nerd magic ass in the back. We're going. And they go off. Shoot down some Russians or whatever. And they get there really quick. Yeah. They're there too. immediately. Um, it seems like it. And Maverick is struggling and he like runs away at one point, but then he comes back um, and then he kicks ass. And ultimately him and ice beat four of those dudes asses. Um, Ice loses both um, jet engines. And then um, Maverick's he shot off all of his um, rockets and stuff like that. He still has his gun, but after they kill four, the two Russian guys run off. And they're like, fuck this. We're and if out. I was a Russian guy, I'd be like, dude, we got them pretty much dead to rights, and I'd be pissed off for my team. They're like, they can only hit us with gunfire, so they can't really lock on to us. Right. One's injured, and the other's capable, but if we work together, we can fuck one of them up and break them down. Right. So the only logical conclusion is and they to gave up, run, to give up. Yeah. Run away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that ends, um, basically everybody comes back and they're like, Oh Maverick, you're, you're so fucking cool. We'll fuck you. And he's like, I'm going to throw these dog tags I'm into do, the ocean I, of goose. Before I do that, I'm going to do one last flyover. I'm going to get this same guy to spill oh, coffee yeah, on himself coffee three thing. times. There was some <laughs> comedic dude. aspects to that. That was kind of cool. Where he buzzes it. The same dude just keeps Who's to at the coffee. same fucking air. Just he's dude, on the, 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 the one the guy in the Navy character. that does this. The only person. He follows the them everywhere they go. I think he's probably into them. Okay. <laughs> But uh, yeah, yeah. it's not the only thing he's tracking. So <laughs> they end up doing this. Maverick gets his name in all the newspapers and is one of his old Maverick lieutenants. Got the biggest dick. He's the biggest top gun. And the they're Navy. like, what do you want to do? And he's like, I'll be an instructor. So he ends up in instructor land or whatever. He's at a bar and then he hears the song that he sang to that woman that he trying to molest in the bathroom <laughs> and true love it's, it's her and she's playing the song she didn't end up getting that job in dc or maybe she, she did follows him into the she bathroom came back and then she raped him at the urinal and he's like whoa it's so slippery in here <laughs> you've seen stepbrothers you know how this works they assumedly end up together we'll find out with the new top gun movie doubtful because Don't she is back. not a very attractive woman anymore why? Because she got fat. 
And that is not a reason that I would think someone's not handsome or pretty, but Hollywood standards. Yeah. And by, ho- and by Hollywood standards, Tom Cruise has been doing that black magic for a while because he looks about the same. But yeah, and he's were, changed his teeth. We talked about this for a split second there. But yeah, at the, so there's a big climactic scene where he's on the boat and he's like, He's finally overcome his own insecurities and he just chucks Goose's name tags off the boat into his the dog middle tags. of the ocean. Yeah. Just chucks them into the water. Like, good, good on you, Maverick. You've overcome your own things, but what in the fuck are you doing? You absolute fucking psychopath. That man had a wife and kids that he left behind and you didn't think for a second like, yeah, they probably would want something of his to remember him by. And you're like, nope, I have have the main character. I have overcome my personal insecurities. Time to chuck this shit overboard. (laughs) You take my breath away. Good joke. Just... One of the most 80s things you can imagine. I just, I, I don't, where, how could the sequel possibly be more about Maverick than this one was? Well, this one had Goose. And I think there, <laughs> what I've seen is Goose's kid is in that. And Miles Teller is going to be playing that kid. And um, that kid is 35 now. Yeah. But the funny thing <laughs> is he should be older than that um, because well, this that movie was if was he was born that like year that the ago, movie came so. out. Yeah, this movie was supposed to come out in 2020, so math sort of a <laughs> little a little iffy. Yeah. Um, but back when I was an infant and they brought me to that bar sponsored by Budweiser. Hey, that's hey. what I'm talking about. And then we sang, <laughs> and people didn't get annoyed by us singing the same fucking song of Jerry Lee Lewis song. <laughs> but uh Ultimately, you know, everything works out for Maverick in that movie. Yeah, it sure did, didn't it? They're like, hey, Maverick, you're the best pilot. You got the biggest <laughs> dick in the Navy. Um, you'd be a great instructor. And he's like, damn right. Let me fly by this tower one more time. Let me Sucked fuck in. the rules and Sucked. then win. Yeah. Over so and over again. The moral of the story is you can be a good Break the rules and be cool. Exactly. I mean, that's. Suck dick, fuck chicks, smoke cigarettes, and meth basically it will continue to work out for you until you learn a lesson maybe one of your friends will die but it sort of doesn't really get talked about that much and you get to pretty much be the exact they were same like it's only were. a couple of days yeah that yeah and that guy was like he was shaving in the bathroom and the general was like hey this shit happens when you're in the navy so you need to stop being a big fucking pussy about it and just get out there and stop shaving ultimately that's kind of what it was wasn't yeah it? and he's like yeah listen i know your friend's dead but um you're a fucking pussy. Yeah, you need to get out there and fly planes again because that's what you're—that's all you're good for. Your dad was good at it, but he was controversial. We didn't talk about. Well, he that wasn't at all. controversial. He did—he saved people, and then they used him as an alibi because they were across enemy lines or something like that. Oh yeah, because they were in Vietnam and then they flew, flew into Cambodia or whatever, and he yeah, wasn't Vietnam. supposed to do that. And uh, yeah, and then his dad ran off. And I wonder if we're going to see hide nor hair of him in the sequel. Um, yeah, because Tom Cruise is almost 60 years old, so his dad's so going to be like 80 years old. So 30-year-old dad shows up in the yeah. sequel where he's like, Hey, son, I remember when I used to... Oh, hey, go ahead. He's my diaper. He's in a flying wheelchair, and he's like... Oh, God. It's, <laughs> woo, he's drinking Red Bull, and he has wings. He has wings, yeah. 
and a heart attack <laughs> and an erection that lasted longer for four, longer than four hours and needed to seek immediate medical attention which surprisingly people are really into yeah i love having to seek immediate medical attention um but yeah i mean top gun definitely a uh Definitely an 80s movie and definitely a relic of the past. I mean, it's not a bad watch if you've somehow managed to never watch it like I have. I think it's I think it's worth a watch, especially if you want to or interested in seeing the next one. I think going in raw would be the absolute worst thing you could probably do for this new one. And I'm glad that we took this opportunity, but I don't think that this is something I could watch over and over again. And I, I I struggle to fully understand its impact on pop culture other than it has some of the best like airplane like photography and like practical effects I've seen in a movie. Well, you also got to consider the timeline. Um, When this came out, you got to consider who was in this movie and when they were they were just starting out and they went on to bigger and better things. because It's kind of like, oh, damn, this is in our early days. I wish I could watch this in a theater in 1986 and maybe fully experience it and appreciate it because i feel like it had there's definitely parts of it that have not aged very well at all and watch my dick take off and you can experience it (laughs) watch my dick sing to you in a bar (laughs) because i bet 20 bucks that i (laughs) he's like i goose even you could get laid in a place like this and he's like oh maverick you're such a scoundrel <laughs> oh, you little bastard! You little rascal, you Tom Cruise! How oh, could you? I love you. <laughs> yeah, it's. I think it's. You I take think, my breath away. <laughs> every time we sing this, is pretty much every time they sang it in the fucking movie because it literally happened every time until they fucking boned and the like, play did they, the time they boned. Four was minutes, like, you heard it just about. I'm not kidding. The whole middle part of that movie. And again, short movie, um, barely any plot to it. There's some pilots. You go to a school, um, some stuff happens at the school, and then you got to go back and do a mission at the end. You take my breath away. (laughs) (laughs) It's uh, I mean, that's Top Gun. I mean, uh, I mean, honestly, there's not that that much more to it. It's is wide, wide as an ocean and deep as a puddle and breathtaking and taking my breath away (laughs) (laughs) exactly uh ryan do you have anything else you want to add or we that's about us done for this week um i would like to say that i'm excited for the next one i pick up on the allure that is the charm of uh top gun i don't think that was the best movie i've ever seen but at the same time whenever i walked away from the movie i was like i can see why this movie is like interesting and people love it like i'm excited to watch the sequel i am too and i want to see how closely it adheres to that formula or if it's been cursed with the hollywood reboot syndrome that every other movie and franchise has been cursed with in the last 15 to 20 well usually they just can't be as good as the original but they can be decent yeah but remakes are usually without the um main person so what i'm saying here is that tom cruise is such a tour de force that he will make this movie true to form 
or at least somewhere close. I think he has I, as crazy as he is. I don't deny that he's crazy, <laughs> but I think that he has a good grip on what his movies are and stuff like I think he can figure it out and make a good movie. It'll be interesting to see where we are a week from now, because I think that my honest opinion is before I watch this. And again, I'm willing to make this claim before I even see this movie. It will be if people can take their nostalgia goggles off for like a couple minutes and think about this objectively. This will probably be as good as the original. I don't not saying it will be better. I'm not saying it's going to be remembered in the same what way. What would you give the original out of 10? It's like a six out of 10. I think it's a seven out of 10. Yeah. I, and I suspect the new movie is going to be a seven or eight out of 10 because we're going to get better flying scenes. I, I think and that, Tom Cruise has become a better actor. I think that almost every aspect will honestly be better, but people will still be like, it's not as good as the original because I saw it and I liked it in the eighties. Tom Cruise's teeth have changed. Actually, given any critical thought to this since then and you uh, take my breath <laughs> if that song is not in this next movie every four minutes i think it's going to be a three out of ten or at least that or highway <laughs> or the danger zone with kenny if, loggins if there is no kenny loggins in this i don't think it can be called top gun legally no, I'm just called Butt Gun. By law, it cannot be Butt Gun. Butt Gun. That's a much worse title. That takes my breath away. <gasps> what fucking training school do they go to where they have to learn to be Butt Gun? Yeah. Do you think we'll get that block of text at the top where it's like, I hey, hope so. I think they need to keep it true to the original. It's called Butt Gun. <laughs> butt Gun. <laughs> I'm excited about this movie. I think it's just, from what I understand, it's going to be like an 80s movie, which 80 movie, 80s movies have been trying to, or at least actors from that genre have, or from that decade yeah. have been trying to come back, like Arnold Schwarzenegger, uh, Sly Stallone, uh, Tom Cruise now with this movie, kind of like callback seal days. And I'm just curious to see how it's going to be. Yeah, I am too. But we'll see. We'll find out like a week from now. All right. We will find out in like two days when we watch it. But yeah, we'll I'll, talk about I'll it figure out Bob's Burgers first and then I'll figure out Top Gun. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Ryan, I think that'll do us for this week. I'll do you for this week. All right. You take my breath away with the danger zone. Ta-da-da. Guys, uh, as always, thanks for listening. Uh, as we say at the end of this and every episode of Almost Accurate. Mighty night, bitches. Until next time, folks. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.